0: He said, yo, let me just check the sound. Yo, 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 let me just check the sound.
1: I'm good.
2: We just get right into it. Oh, welcome to conversation for our
0: grandkids. Get up. Yeah, let's get into it. But I want to talk to you about magic. All right. Wait, can we just can you just give me like 15 seconds? Yes. <clears throat> I think. Um, hey, uh, hey, grandkids. Um, so this next part isn't for you. And uh, so just shut your ears or listen. But I think it'd be useful for the other people besides our grandkids. Um, if we just introduced the podcast every episode. So, it should go something like this. Uh, this is uh, Conversations for Our Grandkids. Uh, the idea here is that Seamus and I are having conversations that we record and would like our grandkids to hear. That is the overarching theme of this podcast. Um, so, basically, that runs the gamut from, I mean, anything from spirituality to the most worldly of things you can think of the most offensive um but we basically just try to talk about our lives and what we're struggling with so that our grandkids can listen to this and be like yo, our grandparents were like real people. Wow, yo, a they surprise. were fucking woke. That's probably what yo, they'll our, say. Our grandparents were woke. Every other episode, they were but then so the in- woke. Episodes in between, they were like racist bigots. So it's kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. Pretty that's, much. That's, that's, that's my introduction. That's all I wanted to do. I think I
2: think it'd be useful for for new listeners. That's a good idea, man. But I, I but you know what I really want? Well, I'm Seamus, and that's Adam. And welcome to conversations for our fucking grandkids. But I uh. Thank you. I really want to talk to you about Magic, dude, because fucking All right, let's
0: go. Wait. Who's Magic the, with a C or, or Magic with a K? Uh,
2: I want to talk to you about Magic. I want to talk to you about specifically Chris Angel and how much I fucking hate this guy's show. All right. and I know I'm super yeah, late to the party,
0: go. but I watched some of his shit the oh, other dude, day. Oh, dude, I started I started hating him in 2005, so this is going to be fun for me. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I I always like I was always like, wow, this shit is so stupid. But when I watched the one episode, I was like, whoa, okay, so this is just the fakest shit of all time. Like, not even. But the thing that the thing that my girlfriend brought up, which I think is Rachel, she brought up a really good point. She said that it's not that it's not that she doesn't like magic or that I don't like magic when it's presented as like, oh, here's a cool trick I know. But he is fucking presenting it as if no magic's real. Like, there's no Dog. illusion to what I'm doing.
0: In the 21st century, you have the nerve to really try and convince me that what you're doing is really magic. In the 21st century?
2: Come I, on, man. I'm really gonna float over this building. Where are the strings? That's the real question. <laughs> and then the fucking no, they had one where he hypnotized an entire restaurant and he was like, on the count of three, all everyone in here is gonna fall asleep. One, <laughs> two, three. And he did it, and like everybody like put their head back, like <sighs> Like, and the one dude, the one waiter drops all the food on the floor, and I was like, "Get the fuck!" And then there was one guy in the background looking around, like, "I don't know, I'm not in on, it. I don't know what the fuck is, I wasn't prepared for this." It was the dumbest. <laughs> He's the shit. one
0: customer, like that's his favorite place to eat, and he just happened to walk in on Chris Angel
2: day. All <laughs> the- oh, these people just got mind fucked. I was like, "All right, Chris Angel, god damn." Yeah, it.
0: Y- you know what really, uh, really, really turned me off about Chris Angel? It's exactly what you're saying, except. I, was, I, don't, I mentioned this on maybe a podcast or two before this, but I was, like, really into magic tricks for a while because it really pissed me off that, that magicians were able to trick me. Like, it just pissed me off. I was like, no, I need to know how this is done because I know magic isn't real. Like, I fucking read Harry Potter, and that was in the fiction section of the library. So I know that magic isn't real. So I just need to know, like, how the fuck did this guy trick me because... I'm a science man. You're not supposed to be able to trick science men. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm a logical thinker. So I spent a lot of time looking at card tricks, coin tricks, you know, all these different tricks. And then I started watching Chris. Oh, so the the person who really got me into it was David Blaine, just for the for the record. And I watched his, like, TV HBO special. And I, it was, like, mind-blowing because he's out in, like, fucking Compton, dude. Like, the worst. Th- and he's, like, with thugs oh, stealing dude, their black watches Black people love magic. They love it. They love it, dude. Get. They love it. So, he, I mean, he was a hit. And Haiti, he went to Haiti, too. And they're, like, they're like into, like, hoodoo and voodoo and shit. Like, re, like they really believe in magic in, like, a real way. Where if you say, like, I'm going to do some magic, they'll be like, oh, no, motherfucker, get out of my house. No, 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 no. You're, I don't allow magic in my house. That kind of shit. Uh, but he's doing magic for them. Anyway, uh, so he does really cool, like, street magic. Like, you walk up to a stranger and say, do you want to see a trick? I'm gonna trick you, right, and strangers obviously are gonna go like go ahead and try you know what I mean like i'm kind of I'm kind of a smart person, and everyone gets tricked, so I thought that was like the coolest uh like profession to get into, and David Blaine is really good at it, so Chris Angel is more on the las vegas showgirl showy kind of side of magic where it's like Really, the magic is in the setup. It's not in the execution of the trick. It's not in the talent of the ma- uh, magician. It's really all in, like, well, how invisible can we make the wires? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah, really... Yeah. Yeah. There's no real trick involved. It's like, well, you're just really good at, like, fucking hiding things. Like, da- so David Copperfield was... Chris Angel, long before Chris Angel was Chris Angel, David Copperfield made the fucking Statue of Liberty disappear, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure you can look that up. Um, and, and so my problem with Chris Angel is like oh, okay so you're doing that but like 30 years later cool, yeah. so you're not doing anything new yeah and he does this whole gay emo shit I hated the emo <laughs> kids in my high school and he's so fucking emo ugh but what if death was our only reality what if I just die right now and he's like uh, stabs himself or something and it's not real and he fucking oh, wakes dude, up from it or something dude he, he loves blood in his tricks too I watched his yeah oh god does he cause I
2: watched a preview for this new thing he's coming out I'm not with, sure if it's like a Halloween thing, but I saw a preview for it, and he's like with these people and their friend is laying on a massage table on her back and he goes, Do you want to see a trick? And they're like, Yeah. And he just starts ripping her insides out. He just starts ripping her open. Everyone's screaming, Oh my god! Oh my god I was like, Oh, that's a great trick. Oh what what a a cool cool trick, trick, dude. Yeah, what a dope (laughs) trick, Chris Angel, you piece of shit. (laughs) Jesus Uh, Christ. Chris Angel's an
0: asshole, man. Fuck that guy all right so here's here's my thing right here's the type of asshole that i was i'm i, I was somewhat of a magical purist i would call myself <laughs> right in the sense that it's fucking like a white mage me, over here i'm a i was a white mage no it's that's a good distinction for all you video game fucking nerds out there um i was more of a white mage where i could do all of my tricks that i knew with a real deck of cards you know what i mean 54 identical, or not identical, sorry, the opposite of identical. 54 unique cards, all, you know, the same card. You hand me a deck of cards, I can do a trick. You hand me a quarter, I can do the trick with that quarter. Chris Angel likes to do magic where if you hand him a quarter, he'll make it look like he's taking it, but he'll take it and put it in his pocket and use his own quarter Mm -hmm. that has, like, some kind of weird fucking hinge or some weird bullshit on it, right? He'll use something called, uh, if you could, uh, uh, listeners and grandkids, Check this shit out because it's it's one of the more convincing devices of magic <laughs> in the 21st century. I think it's called the raven, where you can hold a quarter in your hand, and all the magician has to do, and you can be uh, so. Let's say I'm doing the magic, and Seamus is my my stranger. Hey, Seamus, I'm going to show you a trick. Hold out your hand, okay? Right? And I'll say, Seamus, put a quarter on your hand. Do you have a quarter? And he'll say, Yeah, I got a quarter in my back pocket. And so he puts it on his hand. That's not how Seamus talks, because obviously you're list- you listen to Seamus for a couple minutes now. But he could put the quarter, his quarter, in his hand, and I could wave my hand over his hand, and the quarter will disappear. Now that is impressive. However, it, th- it's using a tool. It's not like a. I couldn't, you know, if I didn't have my Raven on me. What is which the is, Raven? Is the name of the tool. I, I want to say it's a magnet, but I'm not hundred percent sure. So it, it's some it, kind of it thing sucks that it up. you Yeah, it like you, you wear it under your sleeve somehow and it like sucks the quarter up or magnetizes it and it like it makes the quarter disappear off your hand. Um so wow, that's cheating. That okay. kind of magic, it's it's very convincing and it looks very real if you can <sighs> do it well. But my thing is there's like David Blaine was really good at magic that It was so much more convincing than that. Because my first thing is, if you do something that looks impossible, my first thought is, well, that looks impossible, so you must be tricking me somehow, right? And with good magic, you can't figure out where the trick is, right? Mm. But with, like, okay magic, you're like, well, he must be on wires somehow or he must be something somehow because there's no fucking way that he could defy gravity. We just – I mean nobody knows how to do that, right? So if he's floating over a building, it's a trick – uh of combined cameras uh wires and you know like whatever because there's no fucking way that he's floating over a building david copperfield he i did look this up by the way in the in the in between time he made the statue of liberty disappear now ladies and gents the statue of liberty is still fucking there today and guess what it was there the day that he fucking did this trick because magic isn't real do they explain how he did that an elaborate like, gonna, series I'm, of mirrors. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say smoke and mirrors. Yeah, holy shit, that's pretty David impressive. David Copperfield, man. he was he was the real deal, man. In terms of performance mu- magicians, He's, he wasn't a real magician. That's not what I fucking meant. But Chris Angel is a fucking faggot, man. He's a fucking oh, faggot. Geez. And David D- Blaine is a real <laughs> magician. D- All right, I'll explain to you why David Blaine is a real magician in my mind. All right, tell me about this, dude. This is like a, This
2: is like this is reminding me of. A, when I, I was over this kid's house, when I, I might have told this story before, but when I was over this kid's house, I was like seven years old, and we were we were playing some skateboarding game. It wasn't Tony Hawk, but there was a video package at the front where it had people in half pipes and then people just skating on the street, and every time they would go to the half pipe, he would just boo and then he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah free I skate too, dude. I <laughs> hate half pipes, fuck that
0: shit it's like okay yeah, I was like." Sh- Street skating is the only real skating, bro.
2: (laughs) Tell me about your weird distinctions with what magic purity, all right? (laughs) I do, but I will say this. As someone who doesn't really know what the fuck you're talking about, um, I do like David Blaine because he would just kind of do stunts, and he would just be like, I'm just going to be in this water for like five days. Exactly,
0: dude. Dude, he held his breath for 17 minutes, I want to say. I think he held his breath for 17 minutes underwater. And it was, like, the world record, and he didn't think he'd go that long, blah, 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 blah. He he literally – it's not a – that wasn't really a trick even. You know, he really held his breath for 17 minutes. He really, like, sat in a block of ice for, like, a couple of days or whatever, you know, or, like, two days. And I I like that because he's pushing the limit of – so Magic, to me, it's not like – when Gardium leviosa and something levitates in the room, right? That's not real magic. That's like fantasy magic. And that'd be cool and everything, but it's not real. Real magic is and this is how yogis describe miracles as well, which is why one of the reasons I'm attracted to yogis cuz they have a way of explaining things and I'm like, "Oh, well, of course, that's the way that it it has to be." Is that he's doing something that you think is impossible, right? You think it's impossible. I know that it's possible some kind of a way or another, and I'm going to make it happen. That's magic. You know what I mean? You think it's impossible, but yet I'm going to show you that I can do it. So you tell me now, is that impossible? And you're left for days and weeks just thinking, like, is it possible? Did he trick me somehow? How could he have tricked me? I mean, I was watching the whole time. I I was watching his hands. I listened to everything he said. Like, how could he have possibly tricked me? And that's the thing that I like about magic is that if you can... If you can do something that somebody else thinks is impossible, that is magic. Mm. And whether it's whether you use the principles of science or whether, you know, fictional magic is real and you can actually, you know, do impossible things, it doesn't matter to the person who sees this, you know, impossible thing. It's like Sadhguru always says about miracles, right? It, if I went back in time 500 years, right? And I brought like five people to the future, back to the future, back to the future, mm. great um, movie, and I, yeah, great movie. Um, I, I I hate to say because I know you're a big fucking fan, but I barely remember. I watched all three of them. I think in one night, and I was like, I can't remember the distinction between any of these. Um, you they're know, because they're, all, they're all
2: very similar. Uh, the the one that. Well, are we just getting off track? We just let's let's just switch over to talk about Back to the Future. Uh, I remember my thread, so you can you can go ahead. Cool, man, because I'd love to talk to you about Back to the Future, dude. Because I the first yeah movie I is, know you're a big fan. First movie is great, man. The first movie is fucking great. Second movie is really good too, and then the third movie I wouldn't I would not recommend to most people. Uh, I don't I did not like that. The third movie all takes place in the West, the Old West. Yep, and that movie is a pile of shit, if you ask me um and that's just coming from somebody who liked those 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 movies those kitschy films yeah they are pretty kitschy but they're really well made and i just i don't know i thought as a kid i was like this is a really good like solid story it's funny and uh and fun it's fun yeah it's real fucking fun man shit that's what's missing out in a lot of these Mm -hmm. dude have you ever seen drop dead fred Oh my god. Oh. Everybody please look up the YouTube trailer for Drop Dead Fred cuz it is a fucking time capsule. This is a movie <laughs> I was not supposed to watch when I was a kid and I got my hands on it and I was like ah, they say shit in this movie and like he like he like looks up some girl's skirt at one point. You don't see it, but he just goes like "Oh god," like that kind of shit. It's like that fucking <laughs> shitty ass Fucking beep, beep, boop, Jim Carrey kind of humor that fucking sucks dick. Like, everyone's like, oh, Ace is a good movie. Is it a good movie? Because Austin Powers fucking sucks dick, too. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just telling yeah, like yeah, it like yeah. it is. That Dude, shit was, I'm right there with you. It was a fucking period piece. Fuck off. But uh-huh. anyway, yeah. Drop Dead Fred is a movie, a real movie that came out in theaters about this woman, this grown woman whose imaginary friend comes back when she's like 30. And he's like what? doing real shit and like. She's trying to go on dates, and he's, like, you know, throwing shit off the table and stuff. And, and she has to go to this therapist where there's all these what other year? people. 1990 fucking one, dude. The year I was yeah, fucking born.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's the like kind of shit. We there's no movies that are, like, fun like that even more. You know what? You know what? This They're is coming a- back. They're I coming hope. back. What was the movie that uh, fucking – what's the guy from um, House of Cards? What's his name? Kevin Spacey? Yeah. What, what movie was he in where he, was, he became a cat? What? Kevin Spacey up right now. Give me 30 seconds. Cat? Uh, The movie is called Nine Lives. It was given a two out of five rating. Nice. (laughs) This came out when? Uh, This came out in 2016. Holy fuck. Kevin Spacey has a cat. Kevin Spacey, it's called Nine Lives. Can you please read this plot for me? Can you can you read this? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I would love to. I would love to. I would love to. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've read this before, actually. Okay, I'll read it for the for the kids. All right, storyline. Tom Brand, Kevin Spacey, is a daredevil billionaire at the top of his game. His epon- eponymous eponymous company, Firebrand, is nearing completion on its greatest achievement to date, the tallest skyscraper in the northern hemisphere. But Tom's workaholic lifestyle has disconnected him from his family, particularly because his beautiful wife, Laura, Jennifer Garner, and his adoring daughter, Rebecca, Melina Weissman. Oh, sorry, that was the end of the sentence. Rebecca's 11th birthday is here, and she wants the gift she wants every year. A cat. Oh, but Tom hates cats. Brimming with odd and exotic. Oh, sorry. Skip the line. Tom hates cats, but he is without a gift and time is running out. His GPS directs him to a mystical pet store brimming with odd and exotic cats, where the store's eccentric owner, Felix Perkins, Christopher Walken, what presents what him fuck? with a majestic Tomcat named Mr. Fuzzy Pants. How about this fucking cast? How about this On Yeah, right? What the fuck? En route fuck? to present his daughter with her dream pet, a bizarre turn of events finds Tom trapped inside the body of Mr. Fuzzy Pants. Oh, shit. Adopted by his own family, he begins to experience what life is truly like for a family pet. And as a Tom, as a cat, Tom, there's it's dot, dot, dot. But I, I really don't feel like I need to go any. I mean, obviously, it's, it's kind of like the, um, what's that Christmas story where it's like, you know, uh, fucking the rich guy and the, uh, tiny tom or whatever tiny tim
2: teaches him how to like uh you know cool out and live life like a normal yeah, human being not be exactly. so stuffy
0: mm-hmm, exactly so this fucking wow. businessman he's a daredevil billionaire who doesn't know how to treat his family so he has to become a cat to be to mm. learn how to treat his fucking that's family. definitely so some that's,
2: weird contractual obligation how the fuck did they pull that fucking cast jennifer what what was the, Oh my God! Are you dude, serious, dude?
0: Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Gardner, and Christopher, uh, Christopher Walken. Walken. Are that's you serious? Nuts. That's are nuts. you serious?
2: How did you afford this? Fuck! That's like Bill Murray. You know, Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield from what I've heard because he thought it was a different movie. He didn't realize it was about the cat. And then when he found it, he was like, "Ah, fuck!" And then he came, but he came back for the sequel. He was just like, ah, "I'll do it," I guess. But that's why it sounds like he doesn't give a shit in the movie because he really doesn't give a fuck.
0: Dude, I've heard a lot of stories about that where, like, basically a famous actor, uh, they're, like – they get, like, a script and they're, like – or they don't even get the script, right? Their manager will hit them up and be, like, hey, um, someone's offering, like, five grand to read something for, like, two hours. And they're, like, all right, what time is it? It's, like, Saturday at 12. All right, I'll show up. So they get there Saturday at 12, and it's, like, you know – fucking x-men or something you know what i mean and they're like oh shit like this is kind of a big movie like maybe i should have prepared more oh well and then they just get the script and they read it like a cold read like the first day they just read through it and do their fucking shit and then they leave um fuck man there's a, a nice. com. yeah right pay there's me for some voice acting shit i'll say whatever you want
2: i'll say whatever you yeah. want Yeah, I mean we've got the beef better ingredients dude, better
0: pizza papa john's We've talked about Arby's, we've talked about Domino's, we've talked about the worst fucking crit. Crea- gooks hate spicks. I mean, literally, we will say anything on this podcast yeah. if somebody throws us some Somebody wants money. to pay
2: me to say that, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll do a Donald Trump right, impression right saying gooks you. hate spics or something. That's what you guys want, right? You want to fucking- <laughs> you want more villainous shit from him? I guess that's the thing. That's the hottest these days. Dude, wait, but I wanted to, I wanted to ask right. you, because I wanted to talk uh-huh. about, like, the the- the sort of the trend that I see, although I guess we've kind of debunked it uh, to a certain extent, but the the trend of like everything having to be dark and gritty nowadays, it seems like there always are there's a lot of reboots of shit that was like kind of goofy. Like, did you see the new Power Rangers commercial or trailer for the new Power
0: Rangers movie? No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Oh, my because God. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Here's <clears throat> I'll give you. It's like a it's like a PowerPoint. Give me like three bullet points. A Power it's Rangers point.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's dumb. It's only
0: going to be one slide. It's going to be one slide. All right, so I, the first time I heard about this. It just movie, says awesome. <laughs> Power Rangers, the new movie. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, so the first time I heard about it was somebody older than me on Facebook was like, oh, this new Power Rangers trailer looks actually pretty good. And I was like, oh, well, this this is like a, a nerdy fucking geek, Geektron fucking person, so I'm just going to ignore that because it could be good, but it could also very likely be very bad considering this person's take. Yeah, I don't fuck with Geektron. I don't fuck with Geektron no day, no how. No, I do. <laughs> I do fuck with it when it's good, but, I, you know, it being Geektron is not a good uh, test of whether this thing's going to be good or not. I'll put it that way. So that was the first time I heard about it. Second time, somebody posted a picture, right, of the... It was like, old old Power Rangers versus new Power Rangers. And it was like 1990s Power Rangers uh, poster trailer next to the new Power Rangers poster trailer. And I will say, based on the first experience with this fucking older guy who said that, I was like, eh, uh, verdict's still out, could be anything. Based on the new post, right where it was the pictures being compared, I was like, you know what? This actually looks like it could be good because what happened with Batman in my life was as a kid, it was always this goofy comic book kind of kitschy bullshit and the Joker was joking all the time while he was killing people and it was, you know, Jack Nicholson. My dad was playing me the Jack Nicholson version of the Joker. I like uh, that one though. Which is I, I liked it, too, and I, I, I learned respect for it, but it's very, like, cartoony. It's not—it doesn't feel real. I don't—I th- I never felt like any of those characters in those older Batman—Batman Batman movies? Batman movies. That's funny. Uh, Would—I I, I I never felt like I could run into them on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were very much fictional characters. The Joker in the newer Batman Batman movies and Batman in the newer Batman movies, as well as every other character, they're much more realistic. I feel like I could actually meet these people in real life, right? So this new Power Rangers movie, because it's a little darker, I was thinking maybe it has that quality of being more realistic because when you add a little bit of darkness into something, right? The you know, it it makes it more real because in real life, the real life is fucking dark sometimes. And if you don't have any dark shit in your movie or in your whatever, then it's like it's like missing an obvious part of the world because the world's kind of fucked up at times. Um so I had hope. But I will say this. That first Power Ranger movie is really fucking good. It's really fucking good. Well, I used to think it was really good. It's really good, good for it.
2: fucking Power Rangers, which is fucking goofy and weird. Which is
0: made for eight year olds. So, yep, exactly. The movie, the movie is really good considering it's made for like eight year olds. The show is fucking atrocious, unwatchable for like years. The show is just unwatchable. You know, I could watch the old Power Rangers movie, the first one, alone. Just the first one, not the second one, not anyone after that. I can't watch the show again, because I tried. But the first movie, I'm pretty sure I could watch again and be like, I remember what I liked about this movie. This... and So, that movie was okay. All the show after that was shit. So, I have no hope in this new movie redeeming the the, the, the quality of Power Rangers. Because the lasting quality of Power Rangers was this fucking dumbass shit that didn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah. And the... the budget was so poor, the effects were terrible, they were doing these weird-ass flips, I was like, dog, like, I've seen real fights, you know what I mean? We have the internet now, I've seen real fights on the internet, and I've seen real fights at school. And, like, people, when they get punched, they don't do four flips. They just, like, kind of go limp. So what's this shit you're trying to pull on me? Yeah, well, they they do try
2: to explain that away by, like, giving them superpowers, essentially, even when they're not in the suits. But as a kid, I always thought that when they they weren't, like, they were kind of weak when they weren't in the suits. And then when they got in the suits, they were like, oh, right, I'm fucking powered up now. In the movie, yeah. they just have powers all the time. Like there's a part where they're like jumping over a gorge and shit, and figuring out like their powers. And some of that stuff looks kind of fun. But personally, like for me, it looks. This is this might be a weird complaint, but it looks like it's trying too hard to be like we're the edgy Power Rangers. Fuck the old Power Rangers. Like we're the new shit. And it's like, well, part of the reason people liked that shit in the first place was because of the colors and how over the top goofy it was. You know what I mean? It was. It's because it's for kids, so you're like, oh shit, this is bright and exciting and stupid and what the
0: fuck? Why does she... Perfect for my son. I mean,
2: that show is so dumb, dude. I mean, not to... to, I can't really criticize a kid's show for this, but like how formulaic it is that it's like... The thing that always fucked with me as a kid, as I was like, every episode, she makes the monster that they beat big. Why doesn't she just make them big to begin with and, like, just step on the Power Rangers? Fuck it. Don't let them call Mega
0: Mega Mega Meg- Meg- whatever the Megazord. fuck that shit's called. Megazord. Just kill I believe it's Just Megazord. kill them. But... All right. So, I don't think I mentioned this. Uh, we have mentioned Pokemon Go on this podcast. However, I didn't mention that while... After I downloaded Pokemon Go, I remembered how much I used to love Pokemon. And I watched... I would say about 50 episodes of the first season again. I think we did talk about uh, this actually. Word. Okay. Yeah. But I had the same uh reaction to that where I was like, "Wow, so like every episode is the same uh it starts form. and ends in the same place every single time. It's and like- there's always a middle moment where Team Rocket shows up. And they, it's like, oh, the gang's on a journey Oh, they, they, something happens And they have to stop and deal with a problem Oh, and then Team Rocket comes And fucks their whole plan up And then the team somehow figures out Based on the situation How to fix the problem And at the same time Team Rocket, and at the end of the day, we walk off into the sunset, on to the next town. And Ash may get some kind of accolade or award while he's there. And Brock always hits on one of the nurses or police women while he's there. And Misty always gets mad at someone while they're there. You know, it's like the same shit every time. I had the same. She's always on the rag, dude. Yeah, yeah, all that red hair, you know, it's just soaked with blood. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ. (laughs) But yeah, no, a lot of those shows as a kid are, are like, super formulaic, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I guess what I'm saying is, well, first of all, I'm really tired of, like, reboots or just taking... Taking old shit that you remember from a kid Although I will say with a few exceptions Like you know what I would like to see I would like to see Disney do a Gargoyles movie That'd be cool Maybe not, yeah, a, maybe not yeah, a live yeah. action one and, But um, something cool like that Even if it's just an animated movie That'd be cool What about the shark uh, shark show too What was that called Street, street Sharks, sharks. <laughs> Oh I mean if you're gonna do all this shit with Ninja Turtles You might as well bring back their retarded street cousins sharks. Street on. Sharks <laughs> Yeah I love Street Sharks Best <laughs> toys Get the fucking whale yeah. You can actually Best put water toys. in them
0: Yeah God man I had a what was the guy? The main the ham, uh the the great white shark. I don't remember what the I don't remember any of their names. I don't remember any Jossum. of them. Awesome.
2: I always <laughs> thought it was a really sad show though when I was a kid. Like the first <laughs> episode's really it really bummed me out. Really? It, yeah, because these like retarded bros get lured into this dude's like <laughs> laboratory and then he turns them into fucking sharks and there's no way to turn them back and I was like, "Great. Like he actually did ruin their lives." Or did he? I don't see any female sharks walking around, and if you're not getting any that tail, dude, might as well just I, hang I, up the
0: coat. I see a lot of man sharks. I see a lot of male sharks. I'm not seeing any female I'm sharks seeing, yeah. or woman sharks. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a problem.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just... no. I mean, no, I'm just saying it was a kind of a sad premise. It always kind of bummed me out as a kid. Because I was like, damn, they really do have to live their lives as freaks for the rest of it. Like, the, the Ninja Turtles, they started out as turtles, so who gives a fuck? But these were just, like, normal guys with their whole lives ahead of them.
0: So, like, yeah, thanks so a lot. When it's like... So, basically, what you're saying is you're speciesist. Because if it's another species that turns into a human, that's that's acceptable and totally cool. But when a human turns into another animal... That's a fucking problem. Well, they don't really turn into animals. They turn into, like, animal monsters. <laughs> okay, so when an, when an animal turns into an animal or a human animal monster, Yes, I fine. am
2: speciesist. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't give a all fuck.
2: Right. That's all I... Well, I'm sorry. That's sorry, I grandkids. I don't give a fuck about baby turtles. Sue me. The fuck?
0: <laughs> I don't care if your shark is a... I mean, your boyfriend is a shark or not. No, I do care if your boyfriend's a
2: shark. That's a terrible, sad story. I don't give a fuck if a turtle turns into a bigger talking turtle <laughs> i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah. i guess is what i'm saying <laughs> but if a
0: human being turns into a
2: shark that is unacceptable i draw the line there i really do i'm excuse me i think that's
0: fucked no, up i do, I do too I'm against their to will if they would decide to that's fine all right, all right heard heard that is definitely heard because uh you know what human beings the, the number one thing i think about human beings is they have the capacity to make uh choices so and that's like the unique thing with human beings sorry Uh, versus other animals is that we can make conscious choices so if you take away the ability of a human being to make conscious choices that is essentially like you're taking the one thing that we have over any other animal right any other animal if you take them right and you you make them able to make conscious choices it's like well obviously you made it better like a turtle is just a fucking turtle but if you like teach it how to make choices and it's eat like pizza and shit, a ninja turtle. Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah,
2: you fucking turn a, a young boy or young man into fucking sh- a
0: shark. Damn, dude, that's fucking evil. And you. But sp- if you turn a boy into a young man, we call that puberty. <laughs> it's it's all a big metaphor. <laughs> this guy, this dude, <laughs> just turned them into men. It's fucking. P- you know what, man? That is not actually. Unfeasible. I think. I believe we're learning too much from
2: Street Sharks. I
0: guess (laughs) we're learning too
2: much from fucking Street Sharks. You want to bring up Biker Mice from Mars next? Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ! Do you remember
0: Biker Mice from Mars? No, I don't. But do you remember Richard Scary and his show?
2: I don't know what that is.
0: Let me look up the show. Tell me about the biker people from Mars.
2: Uh, I only. I barely remember this, but they were just like they were just like these Martians. Who ha- were mice and they rode motorcycles and that they were kick ass, dude. What? Biker mice from Mars, motherfucker. Look them up. Look them up. They had little antennas that came out of their head. And the one guy had an All eye right. patch, I'm pretty sure. And they so fought that's like a- your
0: fucking. That, that's your fucking weird ass show. Everyone looked that up. But he- everyone looked this show up because I used to watch this shit every day because uh well it's called uh the busy world of richard scary the busy world of richard scary yeah look this up real quick dog if if you will uh just in case it sparks a memory but the reason that i used to really watch the show um because i remember being so young that i didn't i didn't comprehend this bullshit at all like it was on from 1993 yeah yeah yeah. there you go i forgot what what this is that's the reaction i wanted So I watch, you know, when this show was off, it ended in 1997. I was five years old at this time, at the time that it went off the air. So I remember watching this show for a long time, um, because my brother was two years older and he watched it. Uh, I didn't comprehend a single fucking thing. I don't remember the characters. (laughs) I remember it being kind of uh, a moving 2D picture of shapes and colors that sometimes would make sense and sometimes wouldn't so I don't know how old I was at that time because it was like oh that's like a, a person or kind of like a dog kind of thing and then the rest of it I'd be trying to figure out like what the fuck am I looking at you know like this shit makes no sense to me uh, but the busy world of Richard Scary uh, is one of those shows that I barely it's so old I barely remember their, but there are a series of watching. books that got turned into a show yeah I'm pretty sure uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, yep, this is bringing I back so. so
2: much fucking memories. This, yep. this is like the reason I whoa. watched th- the
0: reason I would I would I remember this show because I'm sure there's hundred thousand other fucking shows that I would watch at that time because the people in my house were watching shows. The reason I remember this is because my brother's named Richard and it meant so much to me as a kid that this guy had the same name as my brother that I would watch the show and be like, I need to watch this and remember it. There's something special about this show because this guy has the same name as my brother. So I need to like make sense out of this. And I would stand there, I would sit there and watch this show and like really stare at it because everybody else is watching it and laughing and shit. You know, like other people were understanding it. And I was like, I don't know what this is about, but like I kind of need to because my brother is also named Richard. So what's the deal with this show? And uh, it never made sense to me. I forgot about it before I was able to make sense out of it. So I kind of want to watch this.
2: It's a kids show for those who aren't seeing this right now. But it was a fucking yeah. cat, very memorable cat, and that worm guy that was in everything.
0: I don't know what that worm dude is. That shit used to man be
2: weird me. I don't out. even
0: remember. Like you're saying this, but I don't even like. I don't even remember that. I just remember the the show as like a abstract thing. I don't remember any details about it. There's a worm and a cat, apparently, according to Seamus. Fuck, man. So there you go. This grandkids, is making me. If you wanna, oh, man. It, listen, if, grandkids, if you want to step back into a very primal set of uh, experiences that formed uh, your truly grandparents' <laughs> memories and therefore it shaped my brain in a specific way, watch the busy world of Richard Scarry, especially in the latter <sighs> See, Dude, you just gave me crazy,
2: crazy nostalgia for when I was like You're three welcome. to four years old. Holy shit. This this reminded me of another book that I haven't thought about in years called "There's an alligator under my bed." You ever read that, <laughs> dude? No. This book was fucking crazy. This kid's convinced that there's an alligator under his bed, and it would creep me the fuck out as a kid. But it's a really cool book, and now I want to. I know there's a cartoon made out of it too. I'm about to go back on a fucking. My big thing is kids. I love that shit. I love nocturnal animals, and I fucking loved you know just nighttime in general i fucking <laughs> loved
0: it dude dude i fucking love the nighttime anytime the sun was going down and i was like yo that's dude, dope." dude
2: i went as a raccoon right, wait, for halloween because I, I wanted to be a nocturnal you- animal so bad yeah. and look at me now <laughs> i
0: did too i did too that's funny as shit dude now you're taking me back because i remember specifically when i learned about nocturnal animals i was like Oh, man, if only I could see in the dark. Like, that would be the shit. Because I don't give a fuck about the daytime. When I wake up and have to, like, go to school or I have to go to church or my mom's yelling at me or some shit, whatever's happening when I wake up, usually it sucks. But after everyone goes to sleep and I'm still awake? What the
2: fuck happens then? That's my shit. What the fuck? That's my shit. Oh, oh, a mouse is getting eaten by an owl? Sign me up. I'll be an owl, or at least his friend. Can I watch that? Yeah, <laughs> I'll
0: be I'll be the mouse some nights yeah, too. It's I'll watch it, and then if the cops right. ask, I didn't see shit. Damn, no snitches. I knew that at That's a young saying. age. Uh, so yeah. th- let me take you back, dog, because I was thinking about this because uh, recently uh, I was writing. I was thinking about my history as a person. And what my influences were? Adam's person obviously. history. Bam, 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 bam. Well, I'll say this, man. I'll, I'll fucking plug my own shit because I was telling you about this. I'm thinking about doing a side podcast where I read holy books and I interpret them based on like what I think it means or like what it could mean. Or, it's like, called Holy Shit. And... Look out for it coming to a fucking. Theater Dude, that's near funny you. as fuck. Holy shit! No, it's called the Book of Adam. Also a title uh, created by Seamus. Uh, right now, it's called that. I'm so anyway, like look out for that it. podcast. But I wanted to do an introduction episode where I just go like, all right, here's who I am. This is, like, my, these are my influences, so that when you listen to episode one through whatever, you'll know, you'll have a reference for, like, you know, this is who this guy is. That's why it sounds like this, right? So when I was thinking back to my childhood, th- two things came up in reference to that. One was, like, I was ra- raised religious, and that had a heavy influence on me. But I was also raised to... Uh, develop my intellect because at a young age it was like oh this kid's smart so like let's like make sure that we make him smarter and smarter and smarter and so i i remembered that i actually taught myself how to read when i was like four years old-ish around that time with this book called white rabbit's color book i guess i was actually
2: i have seen this before Uh, we've talked about this white rabbit's color book It's not Pat the Bunny, get the fuck out of here Pat the Bunny, go fucking eat a dick
0: I think it was called White Rabbit's Color Book, and it was like the white rabbit jumped into paint, and then he jumped into other paint, and it it was like color, it it made like, oh he jumped in the yellow paint, then he jumped in the blue paint and it turned him uh, fucking green or whatever I was like, damn, that's dope as shit, like I I love this book and
2: uh, yeah Green Rabbit? Look, blue and yellow together make green That's a quote from the very book I'm talking about. It's a discovery book. Crazy. I couldn't read it, though, because I don't see color. Oh. (laughs) I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't want to look at it. I'm asleep, dude. All I see is black and white. All I see is black and and white. No fucking other that. Don't confuse me with no Asians, no Indians. I don't want to hear that. Let's keep it simple. The two main ones. Let's get back to the two main ones.
0: This book was written in, nineteen or published in 1999? I was seven years old? Wow, so false memory. We've just discovered false. a false memory. All right, wait, wait. Can I just say, for the record, because I'm I'm glad that I'm having a chance to immediately rectify the situation, that this is what my mom told me, that I went into preschool. I remember this, though. I remember going into preschool and reading this book, but I wasn't seven years old in preschool there's no fucking way. I was 7 years old in second gr- in third grade. I was 7 years old in third grade. Could it have been a but different But I remember going book? into preschool. I'm listen, here's here's what I remember. I remember being in preschool. I remember standing in front of the class and feeling so confident because I remember being able to look at the words and know what the word was, right? So I knew what the word white looked like, right? But I got to one page that said purple princess because the bunny had just jumped into the red and the blue paint. And together, I don't know if you know the Seamus, but together red and blue make purple. So the bunny was now a purple princess. But I remember reading the word purple and looking at the word princess and recognizing the word, like being like, oh, that looks familiar, but not being able to come up with it and I was so embarrassed because this was my like this was my trick I could read words and nobody else in my preschool class could read words so I was like up there reading words I'm the guy who reads I'm the guy who reads and I can't fucking read this word and I had to actually turn around and ask the teacher for help and I was horrified I skipped I like finished the rest of the book as fast as I could and just sat down and buried my fucking head in my hands and I remember that shame so it had to be in preschool but this it keeps saying that this is nineteen ninety nine. Which doesn't make sense because in nineteen ninety nine I was in second grade at the very least. I was definitely either in second grade or third grade. No, you, you might have been in first grade. Seven year olds. I wasn't though, because I skipped kindergarten. Uh,
3: I think I
2: learned to read when I so was a that been age. It might line up man. It might line up. You might not have, you might have just learned to read later on, like at a normal age and not like
0: 3 or 4. But why would I be reading in preschool is the question. I don't know. Cuz I wasn't in preschool. I was I remember uh, I skipped kindergarten and I went to first grade. I went from preschool and then I went right into first grade because my birthday's in September and it made the, you know, me signing up for grades weird. So they first put me in kindergarten where I'd be older and my mom was like, nah, fuck that. This kid's not going to kindergarten. She, it got me put into first grade. So now I was like the youngest in the class. Which would mean I would have to be... I would have to have been... Just had my sixth birthday on September 25th. So I would have been five for like a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm working this out No, it's out okay. We're figuring out. But we're we're getting a, going a, through
2: a, your false memories right now.
0: Yeah. No, I'm glad because this is a uh, I this is something that like teaching myself how to read was one of those like evidences of my intelligence that I'm like, "Listen, I'm not just saying I'm smart because I really don't enjoy I read just like saying like, I'm really book, smart." Dude. Yeah, it's like I've always been smart. Like <laughs> I, can I read still a fucking read book about I read a... I could still read the book that I read when I was, like, four. And my mom was like, yeah, you taught yourself how to read when you were four. So, like, I've always lived with that memory. But this is... If if this is the book that I taught myself how to read on, and it came out in 1999, clearly... Much less impressive. I'm much stupider than I thought. So, I'm to yeah. have to reevaluate Damn. this. Damn, what if Come you find out you record? were just retarded this whole serious. time? Holy I know. fuck! I know. I always thought I was autistic, but I didn't know I was going full retard. Oh, just burn. Just, Politically correct, you just I both find not. out that
2: we're really stupid. I had to take that stupid... They were going to put <laughs> me in the... They were going to put me in the uh, mentally handicapped class before oh, they put me in the no. get the support Yeah, no, they thought I was really stupid because, go figure, I never talked at school until I was, like, in third or... Sec- second or third grade. Like, Whoa. I talked you know so that's a sign little of autism, that right? they were afraid that I was really slow. And then... They sent me to summer camp where I like opened up, and then I then I had problems where I wouldn't stop talking. So hey, you know, go figure. Falls down Wait, a do well, remember, eyes go cross. Gets kicked by a mule, eyes go straight. You tell me. It's fucking uh, do, National do, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Do you not remember uh, not talking? I remember not talking. That's a that's oh a yeah minute. yeah. I totally remember not talking. Uh, I remember... Why? like Why?
0: Why did you not talk?
2: I remember it just feeling more natural to me not to talk. I didn't really feel like I had to say anything to people. And then everyone was like, no, you have to talk. Like, you... You, you got to talk. You got to talk. Hey, man, tell us. Open up. <laughs> I remember like at that age feeling actually really, really settled and very calm. And then what happens is you get exposed to all these people who are totally not. And they try to impress upon you that you're lacking something and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And now, it's like, it's, no, no, no,
0: no, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to, you're supposed to, And you're like listening to this. Like, are you sure? Because like. I don't think so Like I'm, I think I'm fine And they're like No 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 You're supposed to be doing something and You're like Oh shit Maybe I'm supposed to be Better than I am
2: <laughs> You know what I did When I was a kid I only talked When I had something nice to say And then I just didn't talk To people really And then Because I had nothing nice to say To these fuckheads Yep I went by the rules That were real simple And then they were like Oh you gotta talk more And then now I get in trouble For talking too much Cause now I don't stop talking And now I say things to people Like get the fuck out of here You're, you're bullshitting yourself And they get upset <laughs> <laughs> when they might, they would have preferred me to be quiet Why didn't they just let me be quiet man I do I, That, that yeah. does fuck me up sometimes Because there was a peace that I feel almost is, Was sort of a, Not robbed from me necessarily But it's a when you, when you incarnate into a new body You got a lot of like peace And it's just a matter of time Before somebody comes along huh, And you allow them to fuck it up for you basically
0: but but Yeah, because it's it's all new at first. It's like, whoa, what is this shit? Like this is cool. Like even even the little things. Like if you let's say you've had peanuts and you've had hazelnuts and you've had pecans and you've had walnuts. But like if somebody hands you a new type of nut, they're like, This is an almond. It's a nut. Have you ever had one of these? And you're like I've had hazelnuts and walnuts? And... No, I've never Oh, I gotta try this. And you eat it and it's like it's like the most exciting thing that's ever happened to you. You know, you put this, these new nuts in your mouth, you give them a chew, and you're like, oh, shit, this is a new flavor. It's different than the other ones that I've eaten. Like, this is crazy, even the, the little things. But nowadays, man, I mean, you could show me a video of someone, like, disappearing, right? And everyone is like, they, you could show me ten more videos. Chris Angel, going on the news. Are, we going, are we going full fucking circle, go full circle right now? And you could interview all the people in that restaurant who were like, no, he really hypnotized me. And I'd be like, um, actually, I'm pretty sure if I was Chris Angel and I was worth like $50 million, I could just pay. If you paid me $1,000, right, for the rest of my life, if you said like all you have to do is pretend to be hypnotized. And then like after this, is, this show is over, just keep telling people like, no, I was really hypnotized. I would fucking do that. Damn, that's so Adam's that price,
2: 1000 bucks. I would probably do it too. 1000
0: Exactly. I need a thousand bucks but right now. But I think now, I'd be bad
2: a- at it. I think I'd eventually tell somebody. I'd, I'd probably tell people immediately like, nah, I was just did it for the money. But they told me to keep <laughs> telling people I was hypnotized. That was So
0: don't don't say it was me. Yeah. Just don't say it <laughs> yeah, was yeah, me. Yeah. Just don't say- I really need yeah, you to keep
2: but- this a secret. I've said that to people yeah. so many times this year where I'm like, I know this is getting back to somebody. I know this as soon as year? I tell you this. Oh, yeah. I've been very cognizant of this year when, I, when people have been like. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Can you can you divulge on any of these? I don't remember any speak, of the specifics. Can you speak in general terms?
2: Okay, well I'll tell you one thing. There was a friend of mine, yes. right? There's a friend of mine. I'll speak in general terms. There's a friend of mine who was hooking up with this girl at one point, but he didn't want people to know because there was a ver there's a very specific reason why. But now they're dating. But there was a period where he, like, gave me the talk. Actually, we were on this. We walked up these steps one day, and he gave me this, like, subtle, like, hey, nice legs. It would be a shame if somebody broke them kind of a talk. And I was like, dude, I'm, you can just ask me not to say anything. I won't say anything. But I definitely told people.
0: I'm bad at keeping secrets. I think, I think I know what you're talking about, too. I
2: think I know what you're talking about. I was just about. like, you yeah. know, hey, man. Because my thing is, secrets are fucking stupid. I'm just going to tell people what the fuck's actually going on. There was another. There's another situation where two of the, my like people I know are are having this argument over something, you know, or whatever. And I've talked to both of them individually about like, hey, the other person is really sorry, maybe, you know.
0: But like, I don't know. I'm yeah. bad. I'm bad at, I'm bad it, at keeping secrets. Like, I guess it's like, is what I get. At. Actually, actually, both of you are on the same page. It's just like that you're so mad at each other that when you're in public, you pretend like. Oh no, I'm still angry about this. But you just told me last night, like, "Hey man, I would do anything if I could reunite with this person." They told me the same thing last week. So you guys are like really should be friends again. But it's like, no, we're still angry. We're
2: still angry. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. And I'm, I guess I'm
2: bad at keeping secrets like that. I'm. I'm trying to think. I, like at work, this girl kept asking me for secrets because she was asking everybody for a secret, like as a game. And I was like, I, yeah. I literally don't have any. That I don't have any secrets i'll pretty much tell you whatever because who the fuck cares you know what i mean i'm not i have nothing to hide yeah yeah if you have a secret then you have something to hide what a fucking burden i don't have any secrets
0: what do you want to know yeah i'll tell you this much dog i'll tell you this much i pretend like that is true for me and for the most part it's true when somebody asks me like Yo, tell me a secret. I have the same reaction where I'm like, a secret. Like, I don't really, I don't really keep secrets. Like, all right, let me think of something. Like, I, I don't know. Like, because like when I think secret, I think like, well, what do I feel guilty about that I'm trying to hide? And it's like, well, my first thought goes to like, well, I, uh, well, I don't want to say this too loud, but last Tuesday, I told myself not to go to the vending machine. And bought two things in the same day dog in the same day I'm a fat ass I hate myself like th- those are my secrets these days but if I'm being real with myself I know things if you define a secret by something that I couldn't tell you there are plenty of things that I would I categorize under not you Seamus I just mean like Whoever's asking me, like, oh, let's play this secret game. Let's play the secret game. It's like, bitch, I don't fucking know you. I don't know if I can fucking trust you. I've broken the law and the statute of limitations is not quite yet over. Mm, that's right? true, So, It yeah. doesn't really apply to me, much, I guess. Yeah, so I learned, I learned the value of keeping secrets uh, in two areas of my life. The first was when I was a high schooler and I began to realize uh, that I, the only way that I was going to have a social life that was – Anything like I wanted it to be, I was going to have to lie a lot to everyone that I know, my family, my friends. I was just going to have to. Oh, lie Oh yeah, to I, make just it look like it was- I just transferred here. I
2: just transferred here. I'm from out of
0: state. I'm out. Uh, right, so I'm. I imagined a junior in high school. Yeah, you know me. Uh, just
2: this- a uh, what, what? What's that thing where they they live on the Navy base or the the? Fuck- I'm an Army brat. I'm an, an Army, an Army brat. brat. I just, just only really been
0: in. here for a month. Yeah,
2: my dad's <laughs> got a Purple Heart. You know.
0: In reality, he's lived in that town for, like, 11 years. This is his third year in that high school. Like, it's just nobody knew him, and he's got a new look. That's what I imagine, because that's what it was like for me. Like, I would just create these lies, because it was like, all right, look, I could, I could tell my friends that my mom uh, doesn't want me to hang out with any of them because I forgot to do the dishes two weeks ago. So I could say that. Oh, and I could tell my mom, like, oh... Um, actually on Friday, I'm, I don't have work. I just want to go to a party. Ooh, she would also not be down I am remembering
2: secrets. Ah!
0: It's not a big uh, yeah, secret. I there. forgot I did this though. I
2: definitely had a similar situation where like, Oh, shit. I didn't want to go to this one party, and so I just, like, gave them... I I was like, sorry, can't make it at the last minute. Because a lot of times in high school, you know this, I used to be, like, agoraphobic. I just wouldn't go places because I was so fucking anxious. So I had to hide it a lot of the times. Yeah, I remember. I remember, like, instant messaging this person. Actually, I had to log into the computer at the library to do this because I didn't have my own fucking shit at the time. Isn't that crazy? So I was probably, like, 15... Went to the library at the or the computer library or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, and I remember being like <laughs> the library computer. Yeah, sorry, can't make it. Just having some serious family issues. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. Just pretty dark stuff, you know. Meanwhile, I'm just yeah, like, I'm yeah. gonna play video games by myself tonight.
0: <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, dude. I'm right there with you. I was, I was a. I mean, yeah, I would say was. I was a pathological liar for. I would say maybe six years at least solidly and I, I might even push that a little bit further but Who's like there was a point kid? where oh you mean
2: Steve I thought <laughs> his
0: name was Greg I thought his name was yeah Everett. it's Steve like, Greg no, it's, a, it's a family
2: name uh, you might have heard of my uh, my grandfather Stephen Gregory he created the playstation
0: <laughs> it's my name Steve Greg um, I have the playstation 6 but don't worry about it you'll get it in 20
2: years um
0: yeah, so I can't I let you play cuz my family life is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I would lie though. I would I would just be like, "Oh no, it, like I just already have plans," you know what I mean? Like cuz I, I didn't want to tell people like, uh, my family's fucked up or whatever." I didn't want to tell people that. And I didn't want to tell my mom like, "Oh, my friends are fucked up." You know what I mean? Because th- my, all my friends growing up have all been fucked up in some kind of a way, and that's kind of like the value that I found in them as friends is like, oh, you're real people too, cool, so we're not going to pretend with each other, we're just going to be straight, cool, 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 so we're friends. And uh, so I just learned a lie to everyone. So that was the first time that I learned, to bring this fucking back to the original point, that was the first uh, instance in my life where I learned the value of lying or the value of secrets, right? And, because I was lying to everyone, and I was very conscious of who I could trust to keep a secret and who I couldn't. Um, and I knew, I learned quickly that Nobody can keep a secret 100%. There's no fucking way. There are some people that some people will tell about something. Yeah, right? whether so it be, be like a significant
2: things, other or somebody very close right. in their circle, and they'll be like, don't tell anybody this. But there's always another person that that person's like, ah, I could just tell so-and-so. They're not going to get too exactly. upset about it. And then everybody So right just now, knows.
0: I, I know that if I said, look, Seamus – Don't tell fucking anybody this. I know that you would tell your girlfriend, probably, and you don't have to say yes or no to this, but the point I'm trying to make is, what I learned at that time in my life is that everybody has that person, you know, unless they're a fucking hardened criminal, right, in the organized uh, crime, family, syndicate type mafia deal, and even those motherfuckers slip up most of the time, you know, given the right pressures. So you can't really, like secrets are not really a thing. It's just a secret is I'm telling you something that only you and your very, you know, trusted circle can know. If you can't trust somebody to with information that they can tell their, their immediate trust circle, you should not tell them. Yeah. And I still have things that I don't tell anybody because I don't. Uh, like th- the details I can, I can speak vaguely about things you know but the details if you told the details to even your trusted circle that's like way more than I'm comfortable with already way more
2: I'm sure there might be those things but they're few and far between
0: and they don't come easily to mind thank god no they I don't because you kind of like, block it out yeah, yeah. Because if I forget Dark about it, shit. then it's like, well, th- then it's not even a secret. It's just not even a yeah. thing anymore. It's, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah but oh. you don't. You, nobody ever uh, forgets. So, so first instance in my life, right? To really bring this full back, back, and I just I really wanted to make these points really quickly. Is I learned the value of secrets. One, when I started becoming like a pathological liar, where I just started lying to everyone. And two, when I started doing illegal shit, because I realized like to not get going to jail. You have to be able to control information. And the only way you can do that is to keep secrets about certain shit. But it's so fucking hard. So it's, it's a very, it's a very uh, tricky game. It's a very tricky game. But I love it, man. I love games of all kinds. Even the risky ones.
2: I definitely don't have any fun Problem. secrets. Because I don't really well, keep them like as portrait. secrets. I don't have any fun, like, juicy secrets.
0: I don't know if I have any fun secrets, but I have juicy secrets. Oh, for. Oh, sure.
2: shit we gotta get off of my I need oh you're not gonna tell me
0: fuck oh I'll tell you dude yeah. I'll tell you it's, fuck for, you grandkids some, some I'm on them, the ground like,
2: floor <laughs> ask me about you, these grandkids. secrets later I'm not gonna re- fucking remember
0: I don't yeah, remember shit grandkids uh, ask your uh, ask your uh, grunkle Seamus about these secrets uh, cause uh, I'll tell Seamus most of them there's certain shit I won't tell you I'll tell you this on the mic right now there's certain shit I won't tell you and it's no offense to you it's just I've there's certain shit I haven't even told Jasmine you know what I mean who's like i I think there's a there's a when you get into a deep relationship with somebody there's like a part of the fine print is it's kind of like asterisk on the last page like if you don't completely like we said trust earlier in this document and you signed on to it but you have to understand if you don't trust this person completely then it's not gonna work. I have that level of trust in Jasmine, but there's still some shit that I I just haven't told her or won't tell her because it's like I don't know there's value. Damn, to...
2: Adam killed somebody. Spread the rumor around. Spread
0: it around to everyone you know. Look, look. I'm not going to say Oh, he's sweating. Say, he's sweating. Oh, I'm not oh. going to say that I've never killed the person. Oh, he's winking. He's winking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's holding up a sign that says I did it. Holy shit. <laughs>
0: I'm holding a up one
2: glove <laughs> Oh fuck it's covered in blood Oh my god
0: <laughs> And it fits me perfectly Jesus. He's like yeah I was there White Bronco Yeah I, I, I write a book, book called If I didn't do it <laughs> If I was alive for it Because Adam was like three years old Or whatever the fuck <laughs> When I murdered that man, I mean uh, what?
2: Jesus Christ, uh, man! What a monster! What a monster! This guy's got all the secrets wow. in the
0: world. I just think you've always called me a robot. So. I don't
2: even know how we got onto this, man. I just know that I don't have any like fun. I don't have any like right. a parlor trick uh, secrets, but I could be like, well,
0: actually, I I don't like the color blue. I hate it. <laughs> uh, actually, I hate the word moist, and I'll punch you in your uh, fucking arm if you ever say it around. You know, me. Shalissa over there. I fucking hate her. I fucking hate her. (laughs) I probably would hate Shalissa. What a bitch. Yeah. In in high school, I had a really good time uh, with the secret game because people would tell me secrets and shit because that was my, you know me, dog. You know, my, one of my favorite things is definitely like getting people really fucked up and hanging out with for like, you know, extended periods of times, like nine, 12 hours at a time and getting fucked up. And then at the end of the night, three or four in the morning, now you find yourself being like, all right, look, I'm gonna tell you something one time when I was 11 years old and I'm just remembering this now you know what I mean like that those type of stories are the ones that I'm like yeah tell me that story or like yeah a couple years ago and you know what man I tried to block this out dot 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 I love those stories those are what I live for I want to get into people's lives so I love to play the secret game when I was in high school but I I realized that lying and secrets it's like such a fucking headache it's such a headache i learned this in in college in high school i started playing but in college i was like i'm done with this game honestly it's just easier to tell the truth most of the time like it's just easier to be honest Telling the truth and honesty are different. I feel like it's better to just be honest all the time. Telling the truth, that's a trickier question. Yeah. But I think it's best to be honest all the time. It's just so much. Look, evil. I'm going to be it's honest. So There's much.
2: some people that are too fat to be driving, all right?
0: They should be walking places, okay? <laughs> Do you know Jasmine's uh, – one of Jasmine's rules, if she were to own her own country or rule her own country as an empress, would be uh, – all. You would the parking in grocery stores would be organized by weight, so that the fattest people had to park furthest away from the grocery store.
2: <laughs> what an asshole And then all the sweets are in the back. Good <laughs> yeah, luck. Exactly. You really so want that finger You're gonna have a long walk back to the register, you
0: fucking fucker, and a longer walk back to the car. Like, so if you're 300 pounds, like you're walking a mile and a half to get that Snickers bar. <laughs>
2: Hey, you know, you never know until you walk a, a mile and a half in those
0: in those, in those snicker fat shoes. ass
2: shoes, those big old fucking diabetic shoes, <laughs> those thirteen double wides. Holy fuck! Let's just fat shame to get on out of here.
1: Hey! Hey, hey, fat
0: people, I love you to death, man. I love you to death. Listen, man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, man. I do love fat people, and I love fat people for many reasons, but specifically. Physical contact with a fat person is a very joyous thing. It's just so soft and warm and comfortable. So you know what, fat people out there? I'm fucking down, you know? you If you hug a muscly person, all sorts of like thoughts go through your head, but none of them are like, oh, this is so comfortable and loving and warm, and I just want to stay yeah. here, you know? You, you don't can get a hug that. from you know, a fat
2: person even if they're not hugging you. You just grab them. <laughs> it feels like a hug. It feels like a hug to me. I lose myself in there. You serious? Uh, I lost Jesus myself Christ. in you. I lost myself. I ga- I went in for a hug and I came out a new man. Sheamus uh, entered. Z. He shambles the <laughs> I finally Uh-oh, understand so everyone, uh, what you're talking about with fucking the uh, fucking patriarch issue. I just hug some, I hug some really fat person and I come out as a social justice warrior. Like, you know, I've had time uh, to think in there.
0: I would push you right back into that fat person <laughs> and hope that you suffocate. <laughs> so no, on that note, we're gonna blood. we're gonna close this. It's ten this fifteen I'm on a tired. Tuesday night. It's conversations for our grandkids. I'm episode. coming down from an edible. Adam's four. going up. Seamus is coming down from an edible. I'm going up from drinks and an edible. Listen, man, I work a lot, so when I end my shifts, I, like today, I worked uh, I worked uh, 10 and a half hours. So when I end my shifts i like to have a couple of drinks, and you're holding up a pen that says vote, and I'm going to say, I'm going to vote, but not for a president, because I think that's a waste of my energy, and I think it would be, you know what, man? Here's what I was thinking. Let's hear it. People who say, this is just a very, very end note, right? I've had a new thought about voting, because for a long time I felt, you know what, maybe everybody should vote. But then I started to think, I think it should go in the historical record that most people don't vote. Because I think whatever society is dominant in the future, if it's a good, a better future than the present is, they're going to look, I think it's going to be inherently a democratic society. Oh, and it might be a, it might be a, actually, it could go either way. It could be a a monarchy or it could be a democratic society. Both could work. Either way, they're going to look back on this time and they're going to be like, they called it a democracy, but nobody fucking voted. They, more like, know, they a, more like a demo
2: crazy.
0: More like a demo crazy. When in reality, they had a very small group of people controlling all the fucking knobs and pedals, doing all the you know the shit. So it was more of an oligarchy. And honestly, you know why didn't they just call it that? What, what were with these people? And I think people are gonna look back on this time. And see the the voting record and be like, well, obviously this wasn't a working democracy because, like, nobody fucking voted. Like, nobody voted. Only this very specific group of people who were batshit insane really cared about this shit because everybody else who was, like, a normal person out here in the fucking street struggling to make ends meet – everybody saw that it was a fucking bullshit system so the people it was not a you know demo democracy you know the people rule or rule by the people it was like an oligarchy where the powerful people ruled and that was pretty much it so why did so many people vote and why did so many people not vote and i think if the accurate number of people don't vote if people feel like it's not worth voting just don't fucking vote because Ten years from now, they're going to look back and be like, look how many people didn't vote. And it'll be an accurate data point. Hey, you know know what?
2: what? Uh, I'll I'll give you my final thought on this. Dan Carlin's podcast, Common Sense, definitely listen to it. He had a fantastic idea that will never be implemented, I don't think, but it's a great idea. Worth repeating. if, If the candidates are that are running, nobody likes them. You vote for none of the above, and if none of the above wins the election, you got to do the whole election over again with different candidates until you get somebody mm-hmm. worth voting into fucking office.
0: Yeah. I like that idea so much, man. It would just put it would put so because I could I could see that if they implemented that, I could see us going three or four rounds of none of the above. Just nope. 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 I hate these fuckers because how long has it been since there's been a president that people have been like, no, this guy needs to get the, he's obviously going to be great. Like everyone agrees, I like this he's guy. Be great. I like this, this guy. John
2: F. Kennedy. <laughs> but even, I, I but even this, he man. wasn't like that. Even he, it was like pretty like. Well, you know what, man? Actually, yeah, he, he, he maybe they probably wanted him. Actually, he he
0: looked young. He had a fresh new take on things. He was Catholic, a wild, crazy Catholic. I don't, man, have, have you ever watched Mad Men? Because they were not happy about that's it. That's
2: true. The old guard did not like him.
0: I don't know who. The- so that's my thing: is maybe there is never ever really a good leader or like a people supported anything. Like it's like if you, depending on how many people you're you're asking, you know that's that's going to be like. So for example, if you only read academic articles about who was a good president or not, you'll get. Oh, it was John F. Kennedy, or it was you know this guy or that guy, because they they, the economic system was improved while they were. But if you ask like just ordinary people who had like middle class people had regular jobs, like who who are your favorite presidents or who are the best presidents? They'll be like, oh, it's like you know this guy or that guy. It might be a completely different set of people. But so if you if you weigh them equally, you basically get like a a neutral answer. It's like well, this person like this president and this person like that president. So who the fuck knows? But if you only ask academics or you only ask normal people, then you get a a skewed answer. So I I don't know, man. Part of me thinks, even Donald Trump, man, and I've been thinking a lot about this because I realized after listening to Dan Carlin, I'm glad you brought him up, that one of the things that could realistically happen is that Donald Trump, if he becomes president, he actually has the power to... Like attack people military militarily, <laughs> you know, use the military to attack a country without asking Congress's permission, and that is terrifying to me. Actually, um, he could actually just be like, "Oh, um, just bomb this country," and they would have to do it, and Congress would have to go through some other like long legal process. They couldn't just immediately shut it down because uh, and and Obama almost did this. Do you remember this? Obama almost attacked. Syria, wasn't it? I wanted to say Syria, but I didn't want to be wrong. They got in there, they they got in there anyway. They weapons, fucking right? pulled their strings to get in there. And that's why at the time he was like, look, I could go into that country right now. I don't even need permission. But I'm going to ask for it because fuck you all. You know what I mean? You think? I think Obama is actually a great president. I think he'll go on record as like one of the better ones because this is my, my secret opinion. This is not my true opinion. So this is my, my fictional opinion of Obama barack obama is that he's he's playing the game at such a level that he basically what he was saying is look i have the legal right to do it right i i have the i have the moral idea in my head that i think this is the right thing to do my intellect is also telling me that we need to do this this is the smart thing to do but you dumbass ignorant motherfuckers who don't know shit right And this is – he knows this because he's the president and he knows the secrets that the government is keeping from us. He's like, you guys don't know shit. So you're going to tell me you're uncomfortable with me going to Syria. Do you know what's going on in the world? Do you realize how fucked up this world is? Because you guys are so excited about iPhone 7 and the new season or whatever the fuck, you don't – you forget how fucked up this world is. And moving into this place, it's going to make – the world better in the long run, even if I have to fucking blow up a wedding or two, you know, or a funeral. I know, that's sad, whatever. But we have to do it. And I'm Barack Obama. I understand how this shit fucking works. So I'm going to do that shit. And I think that's my, uh, that's my secret opinion, is that the reason why he looks so wishy-washy is because he's gotten... Once he became president, he had new information. And he's still that same hopeful, uh, progressive guy. It's just that he understands that... Uh, with this new information, this very dark shit that, like, now his plan of action has to become much darker, and he has to just bear the fucking burden of, of letting down so many people in ways that he never imagined he would have to. I think that's, and that's a, why very, he looks a very
2: optimistic view, man. I hope that is the case. I don't necessarily I know if it the is or not. Why
0: the fuck did I start talking about that? You're just why? talking about why? Obama, why? Obama, man. No, there was a point. There definitely was a point. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen back to this and fill you in next episode. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been Conversations
2: for Our Great Kids. This is a a conversation-based podcast where sometimes we fucking go off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty spooky, man. Hopefully this episode comes out before Halloween. Then we'll get your fucking spooks out.
0: There's like two weeks until Halloween, so just relax.
2: We'll definitely do another Halloween cast or whatever the fuck that was called, and that'll be fun. But yeah, thanks for listening. If you guys liked what you heard, uh, you can respond to us on CandyMunchers.com. We have a Twitter. It's Convo for Grandkids. We're also on Stitcher and iTunes. If you want to leave us a review or a rating, if you don't even want to review us, that's fine. Leave leave a five star rating. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. That'd be great. Let me know. I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little peck on the cheek. Mm-hmm. There you go.
0: I'll give you. I'll give you more. Oh I yeah, just ask for dude.
2: It. You know, Adam will do anything for a thousand bucks. Apparently, <laughs> 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 this is what we're learning.
0: But, yeah, man, uh, I uh, this has been Conversations uh, for kids. Great Kids. If you, if you have any secrets um, that you would like post to share them. with us. Post them. Post them. You could private message us in some kind of a way or another uh, on Twitter or uh, on Facebook or whatever. Uh, or just, uh, you know, if you have our numbers, just leave us a voicemail or text us. Because most of you send probably your have our numbers. And if you don't have it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Get We're going to do confessions on the next
2: episode. Ha, 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 These are my ha,
1: confessions.
0: Ha, ha. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side said she got one on the way. These are my <laughs> confessions. Maybe that's the ending song. Yeah. Oh, I feel better. Let's hear it. I I feel great now that I know Usher's about to come on in three, two, one.
2: Boom. Let me, let me save this shit. Dun, 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 dun dude i think that um
1: yo, yo i'm in the booth i'm gonna call you right back nah i just gotta put this one part down i'm gonna call you back. i'm at the studio man man come playing with me man no for real don't play like that are you are you serious how you know put that on everything damn i'm gonna call you back I'm going to call you back. Every time I was in L.A., I was with my ex-girlfriend. Every time you called, I told you, baby, I'm working. No. What's out doing with my dirt? Oh. I'm thinking about you getting hurt. I was hand in hand in the Beverly Center like, man, not giving a damn who sees me. So gone, I so wrong, Just I guess like I didn't have you sitting at home. Thinking about me, being the good girl that you are. I bet you probably believe you got a good man. I'm mean, in and never would do the things I'm about to tell you I've done. Brace yourself, it ain't good. But it would be even worse if you heard this from somebody else. I know you hate me, I know I hurt you. But there's more. Listen. These are my confessions Just when I thought I said all I can say My chick on the side Said she got one on the way These are my confessions Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do I guess I gotta keep all two of my confessions If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it To keep part two of my confession. Yeah. It's gonna be the. I think I ever had to do Got me talking to myself Asking how I'm gon' tell you About that chick on part one I told y'all I was creeping with Creeping with Said she's three, three months, months pregnant And she's, she's keeping it. it The first thing that came to mind was you Second thing was How do I know if it's mine And is it true Third thing was me wishing That I never did what I did How I ain't ready for no kid And bye-bye to a my, my confessions. Just when oh. I thought I said I'd like to take my chick on the side so she got the well, these are, are my, of my confessions like confession. And I'm thrown in I don't know what, what to, to do now. I guess I gotta give it part to my confession If oh. I wanna tell it then I gotta tell, tell it all. all And they cried when I got that phone call I'm so I don't know I don't, I don't know. know What I'm to what do but to give it part to my confessions Sinner is not gonna so be stupid trying to figure out When, what, and how let this come out of my mouth Said it ain't gonna be easy But I need to stop thinking, contemplating, be a man and get it over with Over with I'm riding in my whip Racing to her place Talking to myself, the Nutella to her face She opened up, up the, the door and didn't want to come near me I said, why oh, do baby? Please hear me my confession Just when oh. I thought I said all I can say My shit goes inside She got I, one oh. over. This by far is the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do. To tell you, the woman I love, that I'm having a baby by a woman that I barely even know. I hope you can accept the fact that I'm man enough to tell you this. And hopefully you'll give me another chance. This ain't about my career, this ain't about my life. It's about us, please. please. Don't know what to do, but to keep part two of my confessions.